Thank you, Marissa. I will be speaking tonight on women in mass incarceration during the COVID-19 pandemic. But before I start, I also want I also once again, I want to also once again share our deep sympathy with the family of George Floyd and our solidarity to the people rightfully rising up from Minneapolis to LA to demand the arrest of his killers. George is just the most recent example of racist police violence. Here in Colombia, Joshua Ruffin, who was only 17 years old, was recently murdered by the police. As Marisa said, there has also been just recently the racist murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and Sean Reed. It's wild to think that these names are only the most recent victims. This is why we say jail killer cops and end racist mass incarceration. So now, the U.S. incarcerates more women than any other country in the world, and the number of women being in prison is rapidly increasing. The amount of women incarcerated has increased 700% as of 2019. Women and girls are being locked up for nonviolent crimes and more often than not, just defending themselves and trying to survive. For example, Willie Mae Harris was sentenced to life in prison for killing her abusive husband in self-defense in 1985. She sat in prison for 34 years and now at 74 years old and blind, she was finally granted parole in March of this year. Harris had suffered mental and physical abuse at the hands of her husband for years, even once having her hand broken with a steel pipe in front of her children. Right now in my home state, we are fighting legislators so that incarcerated women can have the right to pump, pump their breast milk, a need of people who can give birth. If they are not allowed to excise their breast milk, they develop mastitis and suffer great pain. We are fighting for women incarcerated to be able to have bonding time with their children and to give birth without their legs being shackled. Sexual abuse is 13, three times higher in women's facilities and trans women are 13 times more likely to be raped than their cis counterparts. Kanataka Brown sat in a men's correctional facility for two years suffering mental, emotional, and physical abuses. Today, she is being denied gender reaffirming surgery, a basic human right in healthcare. These are the conditions that women are put into, but the ruling class will try to tell us that this country loves women and that the prisons are rehabilitating them. These are lies. Our children are not even safe from hypercriminalization or the racist, sexist system that shuffles them into prisons. Black girls are systematically pushed out of schools and shuffled into, shuffled into the prison system. We don't have to look too far back for examples of young girls being treated like they are nothing. I want to remind you of Centoya Brown, who at 16 got 51 years for fighting back against the man who raped and sex trafficked her. And she served 15 years for fighting back against her abuser. Now, during a global pandemic, the cycle of racist, sexist policing and violence continues. And instead of giving women and girls the tools they need to survive, food, housing, and protection against violence, this country would rather lock them up and submit them to more violence and poverty. We must stand in solidarity with incarcerated women and girls and call for their release from all jails, prisons, and detention centers. Thank you.